Welcome to the Surge Strength Podcast, powered by Ritter Sports Performance. This podcast is dedicated to helping swim coaches and swimmers learn how to properly implement dry land and strength training programs that result in moving better, reducing injuries, and swimming faster. Let's join your host, Chris Ritter. Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Surge Strength Podcast. Hope you're doing well. Really exciting conversation today, especially for parents, teenagers. If you are feeling stuck as a swimmer and just at that plateau, you're working hard, especially, and you just don't understand how you can break through, this is a great conversation for you. And for parents, if you are frustrated for your child who is working so hard and feel like, oh, you know, what else can I do? This is a great conversation to tune into. Today we have Mallory, who's been working with us for almost a year now, and mom, Kelly, and the Dryland Certified Coach that's working with them, Anne, as well. And we talk about how much of an impact Mallory starting a customized surge strength Dryland program has had. And you'll even hear mom at the end talk about, Chris, I was skeptical at first. I'm a believer now. It's a great time this time of year to get a dryland program with us started. So if you're interested in all that, go to our website, surgestrength.com, go to the program section, fill out a quick form, we'll schedule a Zoom call and talk more about those options as well. But let's jump on into the interview. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Surge Strength Podcast. Pleased to be joined by Mallory and Mom Kelly here, and then one of our dryland certified coaches, Ann. And Mallory, you've been working with us for a while now. We're almost coming up on the year anniversary of, of you signing up with us and getting started. I'm curious, what was it that you were looking for before you signed up with us in terms of, you know, whether it was something dryland specific or something you saw in your swimming you were wanting to improve? I was kind of just looking for something extra to add on to what I was doing in the pool and what I was doing at practice, something to give me some extra speed in the water. For any races in particular or strokes in particular? Definitely breaststroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that a favorite stroke of yours? Yes, sir. That's awesome. And mom, what about your perspective? What were you guys looking for? Um, so she had kind of been in a plateau period for a while with, with, with her swim times, several months actually. Um, and she was just, you know, swimmers, when they're not dropping time, they get a little frustrated. And uh, she was working hard. They were working hard at practice. They were having to make some technique changes to some of her strokes. And so she just couldn't, she just wasn't cutting time there for, for several months. And for her, she just really wanted to do something that would maybe um, help get over that plateau and kind of uh, give her some time drops again and um, just give her a little edge that she hadn't had in a little while and just kind of get her over the hump was what she was looking for. Mallory, I love that you kind of instinctively knew it and mom probably supporting this. I'm sure of like, okay, something's not working, right? I'm not seeing improvements. I got to do something different instead of just repeating the same thing over and over, hoping for different results. Do you guys remember when you were researching and, and whether you're looking at other things, like what made you confident to give us a try? Oh, goodness. I don't know. I think I was the one who actually ran up. I'm a big podcast listener. So I'm all over the podcast world. So I think I had picked up I saw a video that you guys had. And it was a it was a girl who had used your program. It was like a little testimonial. 
And kind of the same situation, she had been um, kind of in a plateau for a while and had used the program and um, had just really had success with it. And so I thought, well, this looks good. And we kind of talked about it, me and her dad, and then kind of talked to her about it and asked her if she might want to try it out. And she wanted to. So we so we just kind of jumped in. I would say that's key, mom, that the kid is enthusiastic just as much as the parents, right? Because <laughs> every now and then we'll get <laughs> one where the parents more enthusiastic, the kids kind of getting dragged along. But Mallory, obviously, I mean, you've put in the work just hearing updates from Anne and everything. And Anne, I want to bring you in now. What was your kind of lay of the land? Let's say the first few months when you're getting Mallory up and going, you know, she's going through the onboarding process, the assessments, movement, things like that. What were you seeing as a dryland coach to start to think, okay, how am I going to piece together this program? Okay. Well, the first thing I noticed about Mallory and I've continued to notice the whole way is her personal motivation. She's incredibly goal-oriented and self-driven. So uh, that is what has made everything work so much. So from the beginning, she was very specific about the goals she had for herself uh, in, in her swimming, but also on the dry land piece. And she was very aware of kind of what she personally needed. Um, and so I was going back to look at those original goals and I realized like I didn't help her come up with those at all. I didn't guide her to those. She came to she came to this with some very specific things, which made the programming so much easier to to do. Um, and we can talk about those specifically if you want. Yeah, Mallory, do you want to do you want to share any of those that you remember? That that's awesome that you were so like driven. Again, I keep going back to the teenagers that we work with, the ones that are committed and put in the actual work. It's it's like magic, right? Then the results happen. Whereas the ones that are kind of, you know, maybe they miss some workouts half the time and stuff like that. Then, you know, there's kind of that struggle. So what were some of those goals that were pretty forefront in your mind when you were starting? I remember for the dry land, one of my biggest goals was to get my pull-ups up, uh, get more pull-ups in. I started with, I'm pretty sure I started being able to do seven pull-ups and now I'm able to do 11. So. Oh, Wow. That's awesome, Mallory. Double digits is a big deal when you're getting into pull-ups there. <laughs> and what were you seeing as a coach with some of those things specifically, like something like pull-ups? That is okay, well, she she was she her original goal was to get to 15. So we discussed what that would take. I think it was in the very beginning meeting that we had. And so that put the emphasis on um, building pull-up strength or strength. So she, she in the process said, well, I really want to get stronger at anything that is overhead. So that, that I have written down as that was Mallory, not me. She realized, oh, when I go overhead, that's where I start losing mm -hmm. my strength. And that also translated into the pool. So she was talking about uh, being a very strong kicker and a very strong pooler, but not connected. Do you remember that, Mallory? Yes, you were Telling me about that. So we focused a lot on core strength um, to, and, and also in relationship to connecting uh, the, 
the upper part of her stroke and the lower part of her stroke so that it could transfer. So she, she was very uh, vocal and, and giving me feedback about what was working in the gym for her and, and what wasn't to, to make that happen. And I started seeing the results in the conversations around November. So it was the first couple of months where she really, uh, really focused in on that building the upper body strength with a specific idea of, I want 15 pull-ups. <laughs> she Mallory, she went can, after that. <laughs> Mallory, can you describe that a little bit more? That's a huge thing for swimmers where sometimes you'll get a swimmer that's a really strong puller, right? You know, they get the pole sets out. All right, buoys, paddles, I'm good. I can tear it up. And then other swimmers, right? Kickboard time. Okay, they just light it up. But then putting those pieces together and really feeling that connection Describe maybe how you felt the change in your body when you would go to the pool and do workouts. I felt like I was able to hold myself for a higher body position in the water. So, and that everything just felt connected and it felt like my kick and my stroke were really both pushing me forward and not one was kind of messing up the other. Yeah, the rhythm, the rhythm is a little bit easier, right? When you feel like you got more connection in the core. Yes, sir. That's awesome. And then, Anne, I was reading through, you know, the notes of, of how Mallory was progressing. And early on, it seemed like the 200 free in particular, she was able to hold that speed at the end. Do you want to kind of comment on that? Um, oh, how, how we ended up working towards yeah. that? Yes, yeah. that, that was another big goal for her right from the beginning was to be able to uh, finish a 200 strong. So uh, at the beginning phases, I programmed in some just sort of high intensity interval training at the end of each uh, session that she, where she would have to already be tired and then work uh, for 10, 10 pretty solid minutes. Right, Mallory? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's laughing because she'd tell me that they were, they were not necessarily comfortable 10 minutes. Um, but yeah, a good that, 200 Mallory is never comfortable. I learned that I, I never had a, a 200 that I got out and said, that felt good. And coach said, good job. They never went together. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very true. Um, so we did, we did things like alternating jump rope with push-ups, and, um, like sometimes we did the Tabata sequence and, uh, we did some rowing, right? Uh, do you remember any other things that really worked on those ending with this 200 finish in mind? It was a lot of jumping, <laughs> like a lot of jump squats and jump rope and burpees and that kind of stuff. Yes. And and talk about what you saw. I keep going back to one of the things I think we do really well is when we onboard an individual swimmer, seeing where they're at right now in terms of the movement assessments, performance tests, what were some of the things that gave you the green light to do some of these things? Because I think that's an issue still is that people don't understand that it's not that exercise themselves are inherently bad. It's when you match them up with an athlete that doesn't have the necessary the movement or strength, and then it turns into something injury overuse. Talk to us a little bit about what you saw Mallory as coming into the program with her strengths, weaknesses that then allowed the programming to play out this way. Okay. Well, overall, her movement assessments were uh, pretty strong. Um, and she, I didn't see any real impaired movement. There are definitely some improvements that 
uh, from the beginning that she could make in squatting and hinging, but uh, and which she did make. We learned definitely at the hip level. We've worked quite a bit on glute strength and hip mobility, those two things to help her definitely get into hip extension a little bit better. Um, and so she started with, well, seven pull-ups. That's a, that's a pretty good starting point. Um, and she started with strong movement patterns, which made it possible to get right into, um, some of the things that we were just talking about with, with the, of the jumping (laughs) in particular. So, um, we also addressed some of the things, particularly core, not that she, she did pretty well on that bridge combo test. She started to lose a little bit of, um, Core engagement, especially once we got to the end of it, which most people do, but she did it's like get the 200 Mallory. Don't feel bad. It always hurts <laughs> at the end. <laughs> right. Right. I, I bet if we, well, I know we went back and did it. She could do, she could nail it now. But so um, we definitely addressed that piece, that core connection that she was looking for definitely showed up in the bridge combo test. Mm-hmm. So it showed me that didn't necessarily have to start at the basic, most basic point, but um, it showed me that she had some core strength uh, that was already built in and we just needed to build on it from there. Mom, I want to bring you in. So obviously we've established Mallory's a real hard worker. She's a go-getter. She's going to go do it. What were you observing in those first, you know, three to six months of Mallory doing the programming? What what were things you were noticing uh, as she got into it? Well, she kind of went all in from the get-go. You know, as a as a parent, you wonder if, you know, is she going to do this program that um, we've kind of signed up for? And she did. Um, she really wanted to get better in the pool and stronger and faster. So I just kind of stepped back and she, you know, went head first into the program. She was faithful to do the workouts. Um, she, I guess originally, initially we weren't swimming as much in the beginning, like when she mm. began to work with Anne. And so it wasn't until a little bit later, you know, at the meets that I kind of noticed, um, you know, some incremental improvements. And she uh, really ended on, I mean, just a fantastic note at the age group state meet. I cut a lot of time at state. Yeah, yeah Valerie, let, let's, let's get to the heart of it. Talk to us about maybe if you want to share any goals that you had going in and really like what ended up happening at that meet. Well, going into the meet, I wanted to get at least one top three, at least one top three. And I got that on my 100 breasts. <laughs> And over the whole season, I think I cut five seconds on my hundred breast. In the hundred, wow! <laughs> yeah. So yeah, was the hundred breast? Yeah, go ahead, mom. She had some some huge time drops at um, at the state meet, at state championship in February. Across the board, I mean, it just wasn't that there was one stroke. You could tell that she was stronger overall across the board. It was really, really impressive as far as I'm concerned, um, how well she did. And of course that's, you know, that's a combination of everything. She's got a great coach and they have a great dry land program, but just working with Ann on some specific things that were tailored for her and the areas where she needed individually, 
a little bit of improvement, just kind of, you know, was just the perfect recipe for her to have success at the state championship this, this past February. No, and mom, that's a great point. And, and thankfully, we see more clubs implementing more and more dry land. And I always came from the standpoint of just like when I was a coach full time, it made sense to have an athlete come in maybe, you know, on a Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning, and get a little one-on-one work of like, hey, let's work on some stroke stuff here. And I think about dry land in the same way, right? Like here, you're seeing the results of some specific assessments. Mallory, you're obviously buying into the program and doing all that. One of the things too, I noticed Mallory is like the mobility work you would do in addition to what a lot of people think of as just the dry land training, right? The pull-ups and jumps and things like that. Talk a little bit about the mobility piece of it. I felt like before the program, I did stretch, but I didn't stretch enough and I was always sore. (laughs) So I would only stretch when I was sore, but I started asking for some more mobility stuff that I could do at home to help um, stretch out my legs and my shoulders and because I could feel the difference in the water when I was tight and then when I was loose. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Any part in particular, any part of a stroke in particular, because I know, especially in that early part of the catch for a lot of strokes, some swimmers don't feel like they can get, you know, that high elbow or whatever the case may be. Was there any specific strokes or part of the strokes you could really be like, oh, wow, this is, this is working, this mobility stuff? Definitely fly. I can, my arms go like straight over my shoulders on a fast tempo and they would kind of be wider my hands would enter wider but now they're entering a lot closer that's awesome so let's go back to the the state championship meet here i think we kind of cut cut off here so in terms of the overall mallory what were your results in terms of after the meet where did everything stand instead of personal best any new cuts gains stuff like that it was overall it was an amazing meet i cut i've that was the most amount of time i've cut in so long and I'm pretty sure I might have gotten one quad A. And I'm like a second off my futures in my hundred breasts. So I'm hoping to get that. And then I cut six seconds on my 200 IM. And over the whole season, I probably cut 12 seconds on my 200 breast, which was crazy. Mallory, these, these are incredible results. Obviously, you put in a ton of hard work because results like this just don't roll up on people you know, that aren't putting in the work. Was breaststroke this strong of a stroke for you seasons ago? Well, when I was about 11, it was my strongest stroke, mm-hmm. 11 and 12. It was a really strong stroke. And then it just kind of went away and I didn't cut time for two years. Oh, oh. that's tough. And, and, and that seems to be the case with breaststroke sometimes. You know, I remember working with, with Mark Gengloff even, and he went years sometimes before he got a personal best. It's like, it's a tricky stroke, you know, and it's frustrating sometimes. Well, you know, something also that I noticed her working with Anne, she, um, during that time, she was not having any time cuts on the breaststroke. She, they were having to, her coach was having to kind of deconstruct her kick um, and change that technique. So that was a big struggle for sev- several months. She didn't feel like she had any power behind the new kick that she was having to do to keep her from, you know, getting disqualified. And um, just the workouts seemed to help with that, that she was doing with Anne to kind of get her some more strength behind that new kick. And I've seen that kick get stronger and stronger and stronger over the last several months. 
And I feel like that's because, you know, they've worked so hard, um, you know, getting her overall stronger, you know, in, in different areas. I know Mallory had mentioned the breaststroke kick before to Anne in one of the meetings. And so, you know, just watching that get stronger over the months has been really neat. That's a great point. And you, do you want to talk from your perspective as a coach, how you think about, especially if you hear Mallory say, Hey, coach is working on a new breaststroke. I mean, again, I can visualize myself on the deck working with swimmers of, Hey, you need to put your arm like this, but just because you say it and show it, the swimmers sometimes don't have the mobility or the strength or a combination of it. So how do you then approach it as the dryland coach here? Okay. Well, I, I turn on my swim coach eyes at that point. And I start thinking, okay, when I'm working with a swimmer in the water, what is it that I want to see? And as she's describing um, what her coach is working on, I said, okay, well, to me, it seems like she needs some work on getting her hamstrings engaged in, into this kick and to, to be able to lift those heels up. So we started working on things specifically to help with that. Um, they weren't necessarily big things, were they, Mallory? They were, they were really kind of, kind of small, but just to kind of train that more like the neural pathway in some ways, um, to, to help her make that connection. And I also noticed, uh, again, I'm going back to this whole 200 thing, cause that was such a big deal. Um, she was, she started to talk to me about being able to hold the line in her breaststroke at the end of a 200, as she started mastering this new kick and telling me, I, I think it was maybe December when you started to be able to hold the new technique in your breaststroke um, for a hundred. And then you're like, okay, yeah. I've got it for the hundred. Here comes the 200. I want the 200. And so we started to talk about, or started to work towards holding that line. And that's where some of that mobility came into play, um, keeping her, her lats, um, as long as possible to be able to, to get into that full extension. Um, it also came into that, that core, uh, core engagement to be able to hold that line together under fatigue. So we did more things that built the endurance of that core strength. Um, so kind of all together, it, it built that breaststroke. And for me, the result that I love out of that state meet the best is that 200 breaststroke because it was the culmination of every single goal that she had starting out. And I did look to see how you came into the season in your 200 breaststroke, Mallory. And it was a 242. You ended up at 227. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it was, that it, is, was, it was huge. And watching it, that was amazing. Stands, because when she started the season, you could see that kick just pucker out after 50. And then by the end, she was holding it, you know, and just, and it was strong. So it was, it was quite impressive watching it, you know, looking up in the stands and looking down on it and seeing her get stronger and stronger and stronger over the months, you know, of work. It, it was, it was neat. Mallory, can you bring us into your head and body? What did that race feel like? It felt, it kind of felt easier than I imagined because I started off like a little bit easier. And then the more I went on, I just kept picking up my tempo and picking up my kick, picking up my power and like the people beside me. And I was just trying to beat them off the walls. <laughs> and I was exhausted at the end. And I was really surprised about my time, honestly. I, I did not think 
I was gonna get that. And I was That's like, an incredible <laughs> drop, Valerie. <laughs> we were all like very excited. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I was and, I, I was at another meet and I was cheering. I was cheering for her when I saw that time come off in Meet Mobile. I was like, yes. <laughs> So now, how do you think about going into long course season, Valerie? You know, huge success in short course. How do you think about it now going into long course? I'm really excited for long course because last year at long course, I didn't cut any time. I think I might have cut time on like one or two events, but I'm really excited because I feel like I'm going to have some really big drops. That's awesome. I feel like long course drops always meant a little bit more (laughs) than short course. You know, like you had to work harder to earn it, you know, those less walls. <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. And what's your perspective going forward, building off this success going into the next season for Mallory? Well, uh, for one, we are definitely, I'm going to let her guide the process as to where we go with this, just as she has with this whole, um, this whole experience to this point. She's been very, um, specific about what she wants and then she goes and gets it. So I I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to go. She's already told me how she, how she wants the season to end up and we are looking at things in with long course in mind that's going to require a little bit more stamina. So we're going to uh it's you're going to have to beef up from the 200 challenge to <laughs> something even greater. <laughs> We're going to have to make sure that uh, her core is well fortified there uh, to be able to hold that line in 200 long course, which is a different, a different ball game. I look at, yeah. <laughs> and, but I'm definitely going to be just relying on what she tells me and letting that guide, guide the whole process. Yeah, it all goes back to, especially when working with teenagers, if they put in the effort and committed Mallory like you obviously did, results like this honestly aren't as surprising because the more we do this, it's the kids that are committed, the kids that do what the workouts that we give, that talk with the coaches, that give them feedback. I mean, and then you put in the work and I mean, it's it's amazing to see. Thanks so much for taking the time here. I, I want to wrap up with a final question for each of you. I'll start with Anne. And then go Mallory and mom to finish up. Same question to all of you. And reflecting on what we've seen with Mallory's success, putting in the hard work, working with us in the program, what would you say to maybe other coaches, parents, or swimmers out there considering signing up with us for a dryland program? I would say that dryland is the secret weapon. <laughs> I believe those are your words, actually, Chris. But um, no, having this personalized program that speaks to what Kelly said about, in addition to what Mallory's already doing with her, her club program, having that personalization specific to her movements and to her goals has been the game changer. And I believe that's true for not just uh, individuals, but also teams, um, having something that's tailored specifically to each individual or team is just, um, the, the game changing deal. That's awesome. Mallory, what would you say to other swimmers maybe around your age and maybe in your situation of having had some best times in a while or like, Hey, I got goals. I want to get here, you know, a little frustrated. What would you say to them? I feel like 
it's really important for the swimmer to put in the work, not just the coach. And if you do what they're telling you, and if it's like built specifically for you, especially that it's a really good thing to do, especially for this, because it's so personalized and it changes throughout the months. And yeah, you felt like you got a bonus coach here with Ann, I'm sure, <laughs> this past season. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> Kelly, what would about you? What would you say specifically maybe to other parents that are in similar situations, right? They have a kid that's putting in hard work. It's not that they're slacking, but, you know, the results aren't coming like maybe they were a couple seasons ago. Well, I tell you, Chris, I highly, I'll admit, I was skeptical at first. I mean, you know, I thought, how in the world could there be anything else this child could do? Because she's such a hard worker anyways, you know, um, that would help. But I, I tell you, I'm a believer now. I am. If you have a child that is motivated, because like Mallory said and Ann said, the child has to put in the work. But um I, I just have nothing but good things to say about this program. Not only, um, you know, the individualized workouts that helped her to, to reach her goals and helped her to kind of give her that extra edge in the pool, but just the encouragement that Ann gave her. I mean, um, you know, just always asking her, what are you working on in the pool? Uh, what are your goals? You know, and, and you know, Ann, like she said, Ann kind of let Mallory drive the direction they went. Anne gave her the workouts that were, you know, just perfect for what she needed to work on. But also she was so encouraging. I mean, if even for that aspect, I would highly recommend, um, you know, the program. I just was really, really, really impressed with, uh, you know, this program that you've built and with Anne specifically as her kind of uh, extra coach. No, it's awesome. And I would say to all three of you, this is what happens when everybody plays their role, right? Mom, supportive parent, looking out for result, going to support the kid. But hey, it's on you, right, Mallory? You got to do the work. It's not mom doing it. And then Anne making sure she's seeing, all right, where's Mallory at? What's the assessment stuff like? What are the goals? What are you working on the pool? And when everything comes together, you know, again, seeing this more and more, it's not that it's any less exciting to see, but I'm almost not surprised because everybody's playing their part here. Mallory, I'm so excited to see what you do for long course. We may have to have a, a part two sometime in the fall to <laughs> catch up with you to see how you tore up in uh, in long course here. That would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks so much. And do you have any closing thoughts before we sign off? I just am incredibly proud of what Mallory has done here. And for me, uh, spending this lifetime in this sport, this is to me, I call it swimming justice. Um, the way that swimming pays you for doing your work, right? You put in the hard work and you have been rewarded. And that is just the most satisfying thing as a coach. And, and also my swimmer heart loves that too. Because <laughs> So way to go, Mallory. Thank you. You're welcome. Valerie, great work. We're going to be looking for your progress over long course and we'll check in later. Thanks so much, guys, for your time. You're welcome. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. Have you joined the Surge Strength Academy yet? It's now free to enroll in the Surge Strength Academy and raise your dry land IQ. Visit surge-strength.com to learn more and enroll today.
That's surge-strength.com to enroll in the Surge Strength Academy. The goal of Surge Strength is simple. Build better athletes to generate faster swimmers.